right, folks, we're back for week two of Kenny's Two Pennies, season 15. I hope everybody liked my extended show last week, but you know what? Let's go back to a regular show this week. And of course, I got several things that are definitely on my mind. First of all, SU's route of Wagner, or should I say, merciful route of Wagner. Who kind of th wondered about that college football had a little bit of a mercy rule? Kind of saw there in the second half that uh, Syracuse went to 10-minute quarters. Yeah, kind of a way to say to Wagner, yeah, you know, we put 49 points on the board there in the first half, so we're going to take it easy on you. But, of course, what was the decision there by Babers to leave Tucker in the game? Yeah, Tucker was just a little short of setting uh, the single-game rushing record for Syracuse. That's been held by for about 40 years by Joe Morris. But then, but Tucker goes down, and you got to wonder. Hopefully, the injury he suffered isn't too serious, or it's something that he can just shake off. But whatever, you got to wonder about that decision by Babers. Could that maybe be a decision that might lead a wild hack to save the Babers? You're gone. That's a little thing I'm going to save for a little later, shall we? Well, whatever. A 59 to nothing destruction of Wagner. Of course, Wagner was on a 23-game losing streak. Well, of course, it was fun watching the Orange pretty much have their way. And you know what? Schrader was absolutely perfect passing the ball. Who could have asked for a better game for a quarterback? But now, I mean, we got a week to kind of take it easy, Orange fans, because the meat of the schedule is coming up. I don't mean chuck roast. I mean prime rib. I mean Cornish game hen. I mean nice filet mignon, if you ask me. It's the heart of the ACC schedule coming up. Plus, with a little morsel of Notre Dame thrown in around Halloween. Because up next, it's the Wolfpack coming to the Dome. And of course, North Carolina State has had their way with the Orange. They've won 13 of the 15 previous times. And Wolfpack are a pretty good team again this year. And you, hopefully the Orange can... Uh, Send those wolves instead of going ow to. <laughs> of course, I don't know if I've ever seen wolves cry, although a howl is kind of a mournful wail, if you know what I mean. Maybe we can send North Carolina, North Carolina State with some mournful wails. That's what'll happen if we find out something is really wrong with Tucker. Mournful Wales. We need Tucker. We're one win away from bowl eligibility, Orange fans. Hopefully, that wasn't a stupid decision. Of course, Babers, I mean, Babers has got to kind of be thinking, what was I doing? Oh, yeah. One screw up and I'm out of here. Huh. Oh, whatever. We're 5 0, Orange fans. Let's keep it going. And I, I will tell you, that was a close call for Buffalo against Baltimore on Sunday. 
a week after we we uh, didn't have all the opportunities and we didn't make lots of money against Miami even with a lineman showing what an asset he is by blocking a punt out of the end zone we go into Baltimore and it looks like it's going to be a disaster the first half was a disaster for much of it it allowed Baltimore to take a 20 to 3 lead and heck Lamar Jackson and the Ravens offense had their way, and Josh Allen looked bewildered. Of course, with the outer bands of Hurricane Ian, or I should say Tropical, tropical Storm Ian, kind of lashing Baltimore, it wasn't the best conditions. But sooner or later, Josh Allen and the Bills offense does wake up. Good touchdown drive to end the first half, and in the second half, we took control. Of course, some people are going to kind of wonder, how come Buffalo didn't score a touchdown right at the end when they were right on the doorstep? You know, I kind of wonder if a rule's going to be passed. Yeah, I see the idea why they took the victory formation to line up Bass for the winning field goal. But I mean, you got to wonder if there's going to be a rule passed that says, hey, you got to march the you got to still play, and you got to, hey, you got to put it in the end zone. But I mean, I digress. What a win there by the Bills there over the Ravens, 23-20, to shutting down Lamar Jackson in the second half. I mean, heck, he looked bewildered at times, including going backwards and throwing what was an interception to Jordan Poyer. Of course, Poyer had two INTs on the day, and I mean, Buffalo's defense woke up there in the second half also. And now we got an interesting game coming up because you know what? It's against my brother's favorite team and against a team that has a huge fan base here in New York State. I'm talking the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now you got to kind of wonder who they're going to have at quarterback. Is it going to be a Polish sausage or a fence? What I mean is, they got former Bill, Mitch Trubisky, who's been the starter most of the year, but he was benched. And then they got their first round pick out of the University of Pittsburgh, Kenny Pickett. But what, like what I said, are we going to have a Polish sausage? Are we going to have a fence? We'll see. Of course, some people kind of draw parallels with Pickett. Forty years ago, Pittsburgh could have picked another University of Pittsburgh standout as its quarterback. Dan Marino could have been picked by the Steelers. But hey, he went to Miami and he became a legend. Well, whatever. We'll see how Pickett does. It'll be an interesting game, and hopefully it won't be a war in the Haas household. Although my brother lives in Waterloo. Speaking of that, I mean, I'm going to talk local my third time. Yeah, Minders again, the eight-man football. Can't play defense, giving up 64 points to Red Jacket. And I kind of wonder, how come with this New York State thing going in, why didn't Red Jacket change the name of its school? Yeah, why isn't it Manchester Shortsville? I digress. But, you know, I forgot to say one thing about Waterloo's nickname. Waterloo's nickname now is the Tigers, of course. But you got to kind of wonder, 
Why didn't they go with the Waterloo Lions or the Waterloo Bears? Oh my. And I'm kind of wondering if uh, it were the Waterloo Lions, of course, Lions would have said something because their name's the Lions Lions. But if they had Lions as their nickname, would they have somebody come out in a costume and go, put them up, put them up. I'll fight you standing on one foot. I'll fight you with one hand tied behind my back. Come on, you minders. Get up, you cyanotic pitchfork. Come on, Red Jacket. Get, get up there, you wandering headdress. Now that's getting personal, lion. And of course, you gotta wonder, if the other mascot bops him on the nose, is he gonna go, <laughs> What'd you do that for? <laughs> of course, I digress. And please, if you get the chance, watch The Wizard of Oz. You'll know what I'm talking about. And last but not least, what's with all the co college coaches getting the axe already? Yeah, Paul Christ, Jeff Sims, Herman Edwards, Carl Durrell. Just four games into the season, several coaches have already been getting the axe by their program. Of course, Sims had about four years to get Georgia Tech on on the, the right right path, but of course, apparently there was no buzz with the Yellow Jackets. And of course, Herman Edwards, there was a few things going on with him there at Arizona State. But of course, Herman Edwards could look at him and go, you don't play to do this, you play to win the game. Hello, you play to win the game. Of course, Herman Edwards, you play to do the right thing and you play to obey by the rules. Of course, with Wisconsin, they had to fire Christ. Oh, Christ. Wrong thing there. Of course, if a bolt of lightning comes down and hits me, then I won't be here anymore. Of course, now that Wisconsin has to pay him $11 million and a little bit of a severance pay, you gotta wonder, oh, Christ. But I'm kinda thinking, you know, it's too early to pull the trigger. Heck, look at Lance Leopold. He's taken a very moribund program there at Kansas, and he's had a 5-0 and start. Come to think of it, a lot of the basketball power schools are having good starts. Hell, Kansas, Duke, Kentucky, their football teams are actually playing pretty good football. Let's take a look at them, shall we? And that's all I've got to say about this week. Till next week on Kenny's Two Pennies. That's my mo motto and I'm sticking to it. <laughs>